Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. We are now recording. Oh, shit. I know. I'm excited, too. You can hear it in my voice. That doesn't sound excited at all. Yeah, well, it sounds excited where I come from. That's Canadian excitement? No, the bathroom. I oh. just I came from there just a second ago. <laughs> Not like a second, just like a few seconds ago. Like, um, mm, Yes, fair enough. Yeah, I won't go into detail about what I was doing in there, but it was a lot more innocent than you probably think. Fair. Is it anything you can sell on the black market? No. In the deep web? But I did apply on Reddit to uh, sell my underpants once. <laughs> you have to apply. And the way you apply <laughs> is that you have to like write your uh, screen name on a piece of paper and then take a picture of you holding it. You don't have to show Next your... To some panties? No, you don't have to show your face or anything like that. But you have to like at least do that much. What the and hell then, does like, that prove? the date. It just proves that you're, like, a real person applying to do it. Okay. Yeah. But I never that, followed like, through, though, because I got kind of, like... Skeezed? Not skeezed. More, like, self-conscious. Like, But, like, that's not somebody you'd ever actually interact with. I know, but, like, the girls doing it, like, they're just so good at it. Like, wearing really nice underpants. And, like... Wait, could I do that? If I, like, take a photo, not showing my face, but holding a thing? Absolutely. And then you yeah? just, you sort of, like, get into it for yourself. Ooh. Yeah. I want to do that. I'm not. Free money no- for my jockeys? Yeah, nobody is stopping you. Wait, should I wear a G-string? I should probably wear a G-string. Please stop talking about that. <laughs> mm. Well, I feel like that's, like, an, a really important detail. I think that we should switch topics. Because we're at the top of the show now, and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's been a while since a Lagging Balls has come out. It's it been, like, sure a week. Um, so let's just dive right in. Hello, this is the Lagging Balls podcast. Uh, we talk about Blizzard games. Uh, we make this joke every single podcast, by the way. Like, we talk about something, and then we're like, that's not about Blizzard games. Yeah, but <laughs> about Blizzard games. Let's talk about something else now. Yeah, it's still funny, though. Yeah, even 138 episodes into it all. Still funny. Still funny. You know what else is still funny? What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Still funny. I I heard it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you've been on vacation and, you know. Vacation. You you weren't around. Yeah, let's call it vacation. I just did. I mean, like two days of it was vacation. The rest of it was work. However, it wasn't Vegas. That's good. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I got to meet one of our guildmates and one of the show listeners, Vic. Really? Super nice guy. That's yep. awesome. From old school WoW. Used to be a guildmaster himself. We, we shared some war stories. We were talking about WoW and Overwatch, and then we caught the attention of the drunk dude next to us at the bar. We were at the RX Boiler Room in Mandalay Bay uh, on the Strip in Vegas, and this drunk-ass dude next to us is like, oh, you guys play Overwatch? And, uh... We were like, yeah, man, what's going on? And he's like, ah, yeah. that's what, what drunk people sound like. So he, uh, he commiserated a little bit about playing Overwatch. And then I was like, yeah, this is my guildmate. And he's like, 
Guildmate, and I was like, yeah, in, in World of Warcraft. He's like, I don't play World of Warcraft. You know why? Because it's not 1995. Stupid guy. <laughs> wow, it came out in 2004. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this exactly. guy? Fucking idiot. <laughs> also, while I was there, I went to the Press Start Gaming Center, which is just off the strip on um, one of the main streets, um, and it was full of really awesome people. I was like, the first part of my trip was all work. I was actually, um, I was, I'm in experiential marketing and I was doing a trade show activation while I was in Vegas. That's the reason I was there. Uh, and on the second or third day of it, I was just like, oh man, I need to, I don't have a gaming laptop. I didn't get to bring anything with me that I could game with or be around any of our friends or any of our guildmates or listeners, badass ballers, any of these guys. Um, so I'd been missing it and I went to this, I found this place online. They were having a Super Smash Brothers tournament. And I was like, fuck yeah, let me go check that out. And it was full of just like, just dorks like us. It was great. Uh, excuse you. Okay, dorks like you. And they were really awesome and they were super friendly, inclusive, and it was just a, it was like pretty cheap to play there. It was like, I think it was like $5 an hour. And there was like every console, every, there were uh, multiple banks of PCs. Uh, there were old school games. There were arcade games. It was great. So what you're saying is you don't need to spend money on an expensive hooker in Las Vegas when you can just go play video games like you do at home. No, what I'm saying is why not both? Because I did that first and then the hooker was after. Oh, okay. That's cool. I mean, cool. you know, you don't want to blow your load. Yeah, you, you don't want to lose like, your mojo before early, you get into a right? match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, exactly. I, to- I totally get it. No, I totally get it. So yeah, uh, that was the first part of the trip. And then the second part, I saw my mom and her uh, uh, and my stepdad. And he, you know what? That was a really good time. Um, my stepdad is trying to get into gaming. He is 75. And I tried, I'm trying to encourage this uh, very well. He has, a, he has a good PC for it. But he was having some trouble figuring out how to move with W, A, S, and D, basically the keyboard stuff. So I got him a Razer Tartarus while I was out there. That's Tar- cool. Tartarus? Tartarus? I don't know. I think it's a tortoise. So, um, <laughs> Razer Tortoise? Tortoise. So, um, you know, speaking of your parents. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, the opposite of that. Uh, do you think that having sex when you're tilted is better than regular? Like, you know how people say, like, hate sex is really good? What about tilt sex? Is that a thing? I don't know. It's like, you I get out like of a, might be, a really, like, like, bad Overwatch match, and you just, like, fucking tilt, right? God damn it! And then you just, <laughs> like, want to have sex, and then you do, and, like, what's yeah. that going to be like? Can somebody please tell me, like, if you want to write to laggingballs at gmail.com, uh, if anyone's ever done that? Yeah. You know, you don't have to go into super detail, and you can stay anonymous. Uh, we don't have to read it on the show, but, like, for me, for pers- personal reasons, I'd like to know. Even better, we'd like to read it on the show, so let us know if we should or not. What's that email address again? Laggingballs at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, tilt sex would totally be... Because you're angry, right? Yeah. When you were the angry... Oh my god, you know? could you imagine... Okay, you get tilt when you like... channel that anger. <laughs> you're trying to like do something and it's not working, right? Yeah. The, basically, like, in a nutshell, you get tilted in video games when you're trying to accomplish something and for whatever reason it's not working out. It's your teammates, it's you, it's your hardware, you know, software, whatever, right? Yeah. That's when you get tilt. Yeah, exactly. So what if, you know, man or woman, doesn't matter. What if you went to have tilt sex after uh, Overwatch and you couldn't follow through? Would then, you get more tilted? And it would be sex tilt? Or would you just give up at that point? Like, I, Well, see, that's that's what I'm wondering is I don't, I don't recall getting like rage boners before. Like, I know that's a funny term and all, but I'm not sure it's a, that's it's not a real, real thing. That's not real? 
That's not real. I'm not sure if it's a real thing. I've, Is that I've real? not had one, I don't think. I wish it was real. Is it real? I feel like it'd be really inconvenient. Like, if you were enraged and you wanted to fight. I mean, yeah, but, like, isn't it, like, scientifically and historically proven that, like, you fight better when you are erect? That's what I mean is I don't know about specifically being erect while you're enraged. Right. Maybe before or after or something like that, but I don't know about during. Yeah, but during, like, you know, like, you've got the moat, like, it's your, your essence is, like... In one spot, you know, like it's it's Your concentrated essence. and it's like standing like right in front of you, you know, like concentrated in, essence, concentrated as I don't know, but like that could be like a euphemism for a boner. Oh I yeah, I don't know, concentrated essence. Well, what I what I mean is, like maybe maybe the ra- well maybe we're thinking about this wrong. Maybe the rage boner is actually like after you've been enraged and you still got like you're still amped up, like, right? Like the moment. The, the thing that has enraged you or the outcome of it, like beating somebody to a pulp or like destroying something or what, or getting tilt or whatever, maybe the rage boner comes after. Maybe. Because I got to say, I've never paid attention closely enough when I've been in those few situations in my life when I've been completely enraged. So I don't know at what point during the chronology of rage, the boner comes. I don't <laughs> think it's during the whole time. What did you but maybe just it's a real say? thing. We're okay, listeners, help me out. <laughs> Chronology of boners. Bonology. In rage. I feel like that could be like like know. your thesis in sex college. Chronology sex of college? boners in ra- in in the in the enraged state. Are all these things real or not? Cuz like I I just Nothing we ever talk about on this show is real. No, that's not true. You know what is real? My love for video games. And you know what's realer than that? My love for only Blizzard games. Because every other game can get bent, as far as I'm concerned. So, (laughs) Where did that insult come from? I don't know. It's so good. Thank you. I don't mean that. I mean it kind of, but I don't really mean it. I mean it a little bit. Okay, so the one last thing I did while I was in Vegas was I went to the Tournament of Kings, which is a show... In Excalibur Hotel, which is a hotel I've always wanted to go to because, hello, it's a castle. And, uh, you know, people like us of our persuasion tend to like that kind of thing. The fantastical, the old medieval type, whatever. It tends to appeal to us. Go figure. So I've ever since I've seen that as a kid, I've definitely wanted to go into that castle. I never have until this year. How was it? The castle itself was cool. The hotel was cool. The show was shit. Oh. The show was a complete and utter ripoff of medieval times. And those yeah. guys are the OGs, and they do it right. And we know some of them, obviously. And I'm I'm obviously biased toward that. But from a but from the standpoint of just the show itself, it was boring. It was it was a bad ripoff. Hmm. And like th- they ripped off so many things so clearly, like the sections you sit in and cheering for your guy and whatever. But all the things that they do were bad, right down to the actual combat itself. Even the combat d- between the knights is so far subpar to what they do at medieval times that you're like, what is this crap? Who are these noobs? These guys don't know what they're doing. Well, it sounds like you had a truly shitty evening. I did. Well, I had fun with my mom. That's And my stepdad. Good. That's good. Yeah. I had a good evening with them. Good. It's just that that show is shit. Yeah. And then afterwards, my mom was like, hey, you want to get your photo taken with our night? I was like, get the, f- get the fuck out of here We're, with that shit. That's night. not my night. Hashtag not my night. Excuse me. Excuse you. Because you know who our, our knight is. Yes. Solar fight. 
forever. Red Knight, so, full life. Yeah, so that's what I've been up to. That's one of the reasons the show has been delayed. What about you, Fist? What have you been up to? Yeah, so uh, I've been here. I've been watching a lot of eSports. Uh, I was on Convert to Raid last week uh, with Gizmo and Pat, and it was really fun. Oh, awesome. Obviously, Pat was on the this show last week, so... You know, he had to get me back by putting me on his show as payback. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you and guys have such great chemistry, though. That's always fun. Yeah, it's because we're best friends forever. Oh, my God. Besties? Besties. Uh, let's see. Uh, I was on Battle.net Sports um, talking about all the esports that I've been watching. Uh, let's see. I watched a lot of esports. Did I mention that? Because that's did. pretty much all I do these days. Yeah. I mean, you did it, and then you had the shows, and then you did, did it again. So that's really in the right order. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, our raid team cleared uh, Heroic one night. Uh, then the next night, we cleared almost all of normal, except we did all of the achievements. So I've got all of them except Argus. Um, nice. We just needed more people when it came down to it. So we're going to try that again this week. Do you get something for finishing? Like, doing, Is it an achievement run that is like a meta achievement for a mount or something? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, which one? Uh, it's like a dog. Awesome. Like one of those dogs. I think. Uh, and uh, what else? Um, I did the Trial of Style. It was great to have that come about again. They added some cool new features like a tabard vendor, tabard and t-shirt vendor in the instance. And they added some new prizes to purchase with your Trial of Style tokens. And I never, I had a lot of fun. Like, I, I love doing that. It's nice. just, it's like the coolest way to be creative in World of Warcraft. That's awesome. Yeah, so I just, I was really glad to see that. And I did a buttload of Seething Shore, which I will talk about shortly. But um, as for Lagging Balls, we did the LB stream uh, on Friday night. We didn't really have a topic, Great. so we just kind of winged it. Um, yeah. I you, like when that happens. No, I'm not. No, I, I don't, I don't get nervous. I wasn't I, nervous either. It was actually really good. No, because like... <sighs> I like to have a topic just in case because I I can't stand the thought of like not having anything to say, but turns out I always have shit to say, so I don't know. <laughs> but it's still nerve wracking. So like, there's you know, it's it's good to have something in the back pocket. But I don't know. Like, there's just so many topics to talk about in life and in the world and stuff. And that being said, it's like insanely difficult to like pick something yeah. to discuss. Yeah. So that actually makes it harder. <laughs> yeah. Rock hard. Rock hard. <laughs> like uh, whether you're enraged or not. Yeah. So I don't know. So if, if you want to watch a show that has completely no direction is, I think I'm mostly just like me talking about college. <laughs> so I don't know, but yeah, there, there were a lot was, of college stories. Yeah. Yeah. See, like that's the purpose of the LB stream, you know, like it, it doesn't have anything to do with anything really it's it's just a chance for us to hang out with you guys in real time and see what you guys think about what we're talking about and uh you know it'll be video game related sometime but like we all of our content is video game related and blizzard related specifically so it's just like it's a nice break to like hang out with you guys and talk about the real shit you know like the real shit like quicksand porn yeah you know? Yeah. And speaking of quicksand porn, we revamped our Patreon <laughs> levels on Patreon, and uh, Thorn put those together. So why don't you list them off, Thorn, sure. for our patrons? I will indeed. At the one dollar level, it is the ballers level. Go figure. Balls. Um, it's uh, at the one dollar level. At the baller level, you get a special thank you message by name on the Lagging Balls podcast, some of which you'll hear tonight, fulfilled on the next show after your initial pledge. You also get access to our patron-only Discord channel and an open invitation to all our Patreon hangouts 
at the five dollar level, um, which is called Maker of Love and Warcraft. Nice. Uh, Fist and Thorn will slay sixty levels of in-game boars in your name. Also includes uh, every every level includes all the stuff below it as well. Right. The ten dollar level is called Tendinitis. I no longer have Tendinitis, by the way. Oh, it's in there somewhere. Fuck you. <laughs> and if it's in there, if it's in you out there as well, then you're at the ten dollar level where you get your own streams link posted automatically in our Baller Announcements Discord channel every time you go live. And access to the newest feature of our LB stream, the scrolling stream text, which means you can write whatever you want within Twitch's terms of service, of course, and post it live on screen during our Friday stream show, which reminds me I need to figure out how to do that before next week. <laughs> um, both of those things, actually. The $25 level uh, is entitled Slayer of Stupid, Incompetent, and Disappoint- Disappointing Minions. That's a good title. It is. If it, if it sounds familiar, it's because it's the best damn title in the entirety of World of Warcraft. It's uh, something you can only get temporarily. But here, you can have it all the time. All um, the time. At, at this level, Fist will draw a doodle just for you in the style of our weekly podcast art. Anything you want. Even dicks. Especially dicks. And take ages to send it to you. Sorry, everybody who's still waiting on one. And then, of course, again, these all include the lower levels. So that includes the um, stream links and the boars and the thank you messages and the patron discord channel and the open invitation to patreon hangouts the level 50 okay so this is this is where we start to get ridiculous ridiculous 50 dollar level or above is called the exalted it's the private monthly hangout with fist and thorn mention of your name as a supporter on the show of on every episode instead of just the one where you pledge uh, and includes everything below and then the hundred dollar level is don't called, do it. <laughs> it's called the insane. These, are, in case you guys can't tell, these are mo- these are all mostly just a joke from here on out. The the insane, which is two monthly hangouts with Fist and Thorn, your bi-weekly hangout with these two assholes, um, including all of the things below, uh, and um, then the five hundred dollar level. Don't do that is entitled Erector of Epic Monuments, Tamer of Libidos, Slayer of Dadass, Breaker of Wills, and Badass MC. Can't forget that last part. Yes. And that entitles you to weekly private hangouts with Fist and Thorn, all of the things below, and more, because if you're this nuts, we'll be sure to reflect that our appreciation of that. However, These don't nuts? anybody be that nuts. Please, I don't know how we could possibly We're not pay worth you. it! No. <laughs> Spend your money on something more worthwhile, like a charity or something, please. But um, yeah, that's the new levels. Yeah, so we'd like to thank all of our patrons. I know we have one new one this week, um, but we'll get to that at the end of the show. But yeah, so let's uh, let's, just, let's let's move on to some Blizzard news, shall we? Oh, and this bumper in particular was made by our friend Ben Bumhofer from the Azeroth Roundtable. Oh, Ben. Oh, Ben. This is the fucking news. Sorry, let let me try that again. No, I did it right the first time. It's fine. I was waiting. Like, how are you going (laughs) to... Quote, we can assure you we're not that clever. It was meant to be a fun community engagement piece. We have nothing to announce. Unquote. And what... what That is in reference to when Blizzard originally tweeted out the words, Sweet Dreams... And featured a six-second clip of the Diablo face as a nightlight being switched on and off and on and off. This just proves that, like, our community is, I don't know, so enthusiastically paranoid. 
<laughs> we will read into anything. And everything. I mean, to be fair, they if people weren't already doing that, which I'm pretty sure they were, they really amped it up to 11 with all the Sombra shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they, oh, they, yeah. they invited everybody to read into everything. And, like, I don't know. This still seems like a bit of a reach, but... It was a huge reach. It was like people, a reach around. People, Yeah, it was a, a total reach around. People just want that so bad. They just want everything so much. You know what? That's okay. You know? Reach for the stars and shit. You know? I mean, I, f- I, th- I feel like they inadvertently touched upon a really promising crossover. Yeah, I love inadvertently touching on things, you know? Like just touching <laughs> touching them. That's when the when the nightlight is off. Yeah, when you got that night, you know, it's fine with the nightlight on too. Like, you know, if if you want it in the dark, that's fine. If you want it in low light, that's probably even better. Like everybody looks good in candlelight, you know? Like it's <laughs> it, like it, it sort of blurs out the imperfections, you know? Hmm. What are we talking about? You really went with that one. I know. I'm sorry. I went to some, I went somewhere else. It's just it's just like Blizzard news. Like this segment of our show is like the one that gets me most hype. You know? Oh yeah, because it's about Blizzard the company. Because it's, it's about Blizzard the company. Like I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like I love Blizzard games, but I'm not sure if I like Blizzard games more than I like just Blizzard. Yeah. What does that say about us as people? It means we're brand zealots. Yes. It means we're crazy about the brand. Yes. The problem is... What? That was a trick question. Oh. There's, oh. No, there's no problem. <laughs> you fucking asshole. You got me going. Uh, let's trick keep, statement, I should say. Fuck you. So, Blizzard released a short film for the StarCraft 20th anniversary. I watched it. It was good. Yeah. 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 It was good. It was hype. It was uh, a walk you through. The chronology of its erection, uh, its uh, game. Hey, that was like uh, like a reference from the joke we made. Yeah, it was like okay, a callback. Okay, I get it. Yeah, to the yeah, old yeah. boner joke. Callback, reach around, got it. You know, yeah. now we're here. <laughs> now we're here, touching people in the night. We've, light, reached, we've reached around the topic and come back around to the 20th anniversary yeah, of switched, Starcraft. We switched on the nightlight. Which is much. And then switched <laughs> March it off 31st. again. <laughs> <laughs> and to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Starcraft coming March 31st, they have, also, they have done a number of in-game rewards, which you've all heard about by now. As well as this really great uh, short film, which just kind of celebrates the whole thing. The evolution from the original StarCraft through the release of 2, through the release of all the expansions. Uh, it's really nice. It's a really good, feel-good little, you know. Yeah, we love feeling good, though. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have the link to that in the show notes. Um, World of Warcraft is finally releasing Chronicle in Volume 3. Oh, yes. Do you remember when Volume 1 came out and we did a contest? Yeah, to, to give one away. To give one away and, like... The way in which we promoted it was I took a picture of me touching it with my butt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were like, if you still want it, enter here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I should do that more often. Yeah. Just butt touching. Yeah, but just butt touching, not like taking pictures or like, you know, using that as promotion. But just literally just touching my own butt with things, you know, I mean, not just my hand. You know, sure. Give yourself your own reach around, you know, like that's... <laughs> That's like some Tony Robbins bullshit, you know? <laughs> Tony Robbins. Yeah, like, you know what? Stand up. Give yourself your own reach around. You don't around. need somebody else to no. give you a reach around. If you can't give yourself your own reach around, why would you expect anybody else to? Exactly. And speaking of, um, <laughs> there's a cool article about uh, behind the scenes at the Blizz Arena. It's interesting because, like, when, when that first... The whole thing, like, okay, when Blizzard bought that arena, we freaked out initially. We really that, did. that was a good episode. Um, and then 
during like the the lead up to BlizzCon this year, there was that BlizzCon uh, a, like ticket holder uh, website that had all of that really cool content that would sort of trickle in before. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so they had this really neat sort of uh, walkthrough of the Blizz Arena while it was still like being put yeah. together. I actually found that video on YouTube. Somebody stole it. And put it on YouTube, but it's it's still there if you want to see it. Yeah, as you do. As you do. I think it was um, still free on the BlizzCon.com website even. I don't even think that was paid. Uh, I don't know. I think that might be down now, but but yeah. So With like the awkward people they kept running into who would quickly step out of the way. Like, oh, God, they're yeah, filming something. Like, today. Oh, God, fuck. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah, me too. Fuck. But yeah, so, so what's this article? So basically, um, if this is a deep dive into the production behind... The Overwatch League in particular, um, since that's the main thing they're running out of this esports arena. So if you have interest, this is not just a simple walkthrough. This is a lot more than that. It's details on the tech. It's details on the production itself. It's it's like the the technological details of the giant LEDs that are all over the stage. It's, it's a walkthrough of what's involved, some of the details of the control rooms and the observer rooms, things like the announcer booths, the edit rooms practice rooms the press rooms the, all these pieces that are a part of the esports arena that if if this back behind the curtain type stuff is of interest to you this is a really great deep dive into I love some of that peeking stuff. behind curtains you never know what you might see <laughs> um but yeah so we'll have the link to that in the show notes if you guys are interested and uh if any of you have actually been there to see any of the shows and stuff like that drop us a line tell us how you like it apparently yeah. it's a lot bigger than it looks on the overwatch league broadcast so. that's what she said that's what she said. Let's move on to World of Warcraft news. LB Newsline. News you can use unless you refuse. It's like when the air horn like is dying. It's just like there's one person at like some MLG function and it's just like they're like, God damn it, who invited Tom? God damn it, Tom! Tom! Go home! Come on, Tom! I'm just trying to participate, guys. Fuck you. So, can I just... Because I've been waiting a long time to just get this out, okay? Get it out. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, what was I saying? Right. Okay. Seething Shore. Seething Shore... It, okay. It, Go ahead, girl. Okay. It is my new favorite... BG ever. Holy, you guys. Okay. Be funny if like you couldn't speak, you could just like do MLG horns, but then you weren't very good at it. It's like beatboxing, except you keep fucking it up. Oh, excuse me, I'm getting a cold. Um, what was I saying? It's your new favorite BG. It's my new favorite BG. Ever. Like, it's just, it's, fuck. Okay, so it's 10v10. Okay, I keep getting ahead of myself. So, uh, (laughs) it was introduced last week or the week before, I can't remember, um, as a brawl so people could try it out. Now it is, it, it, it is live. It's available. You can queue for it. It's, it's in the, the BG rotation. You can go do it. You know, it's in the game. You can do it now. Um, so basically it's 10v10. It's on the shores of Feralus and, you start in an airship, and the objective is to collect 1,500 nodes, or 1,500 uh, things of Azerite. 
and you get those from nodes, and three nodes will pop up on the map, and they'll almost always be uh, at least three up, because it, like, it takes one person to farm a node, and then it goes away, and then another one will pop up, maybe in the same place, maybe somewhere else, it doesn't matter. So, you start in the air, you're on this airship, and you're, you're flying over, and there's a bit of an RNG aspect to it, because you don't know where your ship's going to be, and you don't know where the Alliance ship is going to be, uh, Maybe right right next to you. Who knows? But um, you don't get to see where the Azerite deposits are until like a few seconds before you can jump off the ship. So my first tip for you guys, if you're trying it, your map is your best friend. Always like just keep pressing M. Just like just keep looking at it because you need to know where these nodes are, where you are in relation to the nodes. You need to know where your teammates are and you need to see if there are any nodes that nobody is on. And then you need to figure out if that's because there's too many opposing people on that node or if there's literally just nobody there. So, that's tip number two. Stay spread out. So, um, the counter comes down, and then you jump off the ship, and then, like, halfway down, you're flying through the air, and you get an extra action button, and it's, like, this rocket propeller, and it propels you forward, or, like, in any, in any direction you're going. And usually, you can get two charges off. So, if your ship is, like, above nothing on the map, you can just, like, charge yourself forward, and then, right before you hit the ground, usually... As I found out, a fucking air, uh, air, air parachute is what I was trying to say. Is that French? No, that is just stupid. No, it's parachute. The parachute will probably deploy. It didn't once for me, and I died. Fuck. But you know, persevere. But only once. Only once. So you're on the ground. Um, if you can blink. You can probably blink out of your parachute to get onto the ground faster. That's another tip. So, um, get yourself to a node. Um. It'll either already be up or it will be erupting. So you have to wait for it to erupt. And then once it erupts, it'll be there and you just, you, you, you farm it. So it only takes one person, but you know, follow people. If you see one person going for a node, follow them because like anything can interrupt somebody farming this node as we know, because we all, we've all farmed shit before. Yeah. So what you want to do is like, make sure that nobody's, hitting the person farming it or maybe you farm it when somebody else is fighting somebody or like you're protecting or you know being vigilant you ju- just you're just helping out so i find constant this constant vigilance thank you mad eye moody so i find this like insanely cool because like you know like with all of the bgs there's always those those same old problems like don't fight on the roads fucking AFK on the flag, you know, like defense doesn't really matter, you know, it's all about the fighting. So like defense equals bad, fighting on the road equals bad, but but defense and fighting on the road is like equals they don't equal each other, you know? You know what I'm saying? No. So that's fine. Neither do I. So they the WoW team, the PvP team has figured out how to like com- almost completely make those problems go away. You know, you can't make people smarter, but you can change the rules. So don't fight on the roads. <laughs> fight on the nodes, okay? And yes. keep that in your mind. Fight on the nodes. Because one person can make the difference. One person can get the node, and the node counts for 100 Azerite. You need 1,500. That counts for 100. So this map goes quickly. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So That's fun. Yeah, so fight on the nodes, because like you never know. Maybe you could kill everybody. Maybe you could stun everybody. And like maybe while you're fighting, maybe nobody's paying attention, and one little person, one little goblin is picking away at that thing, and then it's <laughs> gone, and then it's gone, it's gone, and then you have it, nobody can take it away from you. So... What else I'm saying is that, like, defense is now, like, you can't just AFK on the flag because, like, 
you know, it, it yeah, you're not holding an area. Exactly. You're not holding an area and you can't get it like with flags. You can just get it back if you lose it. You know, it's like, oh, I'm at the farm and they took the farm. So please, everybody come to the farm and get the flag back so we can continue winning. You know, yeah. it's not like that. It's like you have to go and defend. You have to go to these things and you have to do something about it because once it's gone, it's gone and then you lose. So this this fucking and it's just it's just it's only 1500 it counts for 100 so like these things are popping up like once one node goes away i i tried to count the seconds between like when nodes pop up but i i forgot but whatever but the map goes quickly it's insane it's awesome i live for ninjaing nodes now like sometimes nobody <laughs> will be on it that's why i'm saying keep your map open yeah. you know keep checking your map because sometimes because sometimes nobody's on the node. So that feeling of getting 100 as right for your team and nobody's around and you just like fucked everybody feels so fucking good, you guys. <laughs> it's even better than nightlight sex. I swear. <laughs> it's so good. And so you have to try it. Like, even if you hate PvP, just go in and try it. It's so fucking fun. It's so fucking... Like, this it's, is it, pretty fun. Like, And it's it not is. even like that pvp It's more about... The strategy of exactly it's grabbing, the mechanics. grabbing the nodes or or peeling for, peeling is a big deal in this. Yeah. So if you've got one person trying to hammer away, hammer away in your node and you see somebody running in and let's say you're a DK, you wanna you wanna death grip them back out exactly away from that person who's trying to do that so they can't get at them. God, it's so fucking good, you guys. And the coolest part is just like when you die, you go back up on the airship. So like you've got a whole other chance to just like go somewhere else really quickly and just fucking. Like, jumping off of an airship and then falling through the air and then rocketing through the air is so fucking cool. Yep. Like, it's so cool. It's cool, you Two guys. Two things on that in particular. One, I think it's a little bit of a nod to some of the games that some of the developers have been playing. Things like Fortnite, Battle, no! Ro- Battle Royale, and other things like Those PUBG games wish. are both both the same. They both start the same way, where you Whatever. start flying in and then you parachute down into a place, into a place, which is pretty cool. Like it's just a, it's a little knob, but that's that's where the similarities stop entirely. So that's the only thing. Did you say little knob? Nod, little nod. Oh, to those okay. other got it influences. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Nothing else about those others is the same. Um, the other thing was was the were the uh, extra action buttons were they there when the when the BG first came out? Yeah. So I think my, I think my UI must be messed up or something. I never had any extra action buttons. I I never had the rocket part. I just had to jump well, off and fall. What do you use? Use LVI? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably a problem. <laughs> well, I, no, I get extra action buttons for every other thing, oh, weird. including all the boss fights. Maybe. So just I'll check it. Trying. It's good to know. I didn't know about that feature. I've learned something today. Hey, that's that's why people listen to the lagging balls. Though. Well, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. That's not true. <laughs> so let's move on. Um, so the MDI casters and uh schedule was announced. The Mythic Dungeon Invitational. <gasps> Holy shit! Yes. Hell yes. Hells yes. So we got all the casters we had last year. Thank you, Glob, because like I, those guys are so funny. <laughs> I want the puns back. I want the pun tip jar. I want it all. I want all those casters. I want them back. They were amazing. And they just, they made the MDI so funny and cheeky and inclusive. And they just made it fun. And I'm fucking stoked on it. So, yeah, they here's, did a killer job. I know. So, I'm so excited. So, uh, the 2018 season for the MDI goes as follows. Listen up. So, the China Group stage broadcast is Friday, April 13th at 8 o'clock p.m. PDT. This is all PDT, so I won't keep saying it. Um, the APAC Group stage broadcast is Friday, April 20th uh, at 8 p.m. Their Europe Group stage broadcast is Saturday, April 28th at 5 a.m. PDT. 
Have fun. And uh, the America's group stage broadcast is Saturday, May 5th, the day before my birthday. Thank you, Blizz. How's that? Uh, at 10 a.m. So, four weeks of uh, MDI. And, uh, you know, I'm down with that. All right. I'm down with that. I'm down Hell with yeah. that. I'm down with that. So, that's that's starting next month. That's almost starting in one month. So spectacular yeah i'm super stoked because like the mdi like i love or watch league you know i love the arena world championships you know that too i fucking love it but the mdi holds my heart it's my number one and i'm just the biggest fucking obnoxious fan about it and if you guys <laughs> are uh interested in my thoughts and feelings about this stay tuned and watch my fucking twitter feed because i'll i can't not talk about it yeah you know uh, and so, speaking of uh, Arena World Championships, today was the third uh, cup for North America. And so, we finally have all of the Arena World Championship spring final qualified teams. Nice. We've got them all. And here they are for Europe. Skillcap Black, XRB to the Moon, Ascendant, and Reformed. And for North America, we've got Method Orange, The Rejects, Super Frogs, and Sneakier Snakes. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm guys. so stoked. Congrats, you guys. And finally, Hot Mogu is the PvP brawl right now. Try that shit. It's it's Kot Mogu, the Temple of Kot Mogu. It's the same thing. It's the same thing as, as Kot Mogu, except um, you can pass the balls to other people. It's like a hot potato. Oh, it's just like this show. Yeah, it's hot potato. You pass the balls around. Um, and, oh, and the uh, spawn timer is five seconds, always. So it's pretty wow. crazy. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just madness. So hot it's mogu. Hot indeed. mogu. Hot mogu. Bring the balls to the middle. Keep them in the middle. If you can't keep it in the middle, pass it to your friend. If you die, you come back in five seconds. Just keep doing it. It's fun. No, really, <laughs> it's fun. No, I promise. It's fun. Um, but, yeah, so... That's what's going on in World of Warcraft. Kind of. There's probably a ton more, but that's what I'm excited about. All right. All right. Let's move on to <laughs> Overwatch news. It's Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Hey, Brigitte came out today. Oh, Brigitte. Not today. Last week. Br- Bridget. Br- Bridget. Welcome, Bridget. Brigitte Lindholm. She is Torbjorn's daughter and Reinhardt's squire and goddaughter. Goddaughter? And lover? No. No? Although that'd be really hot, though. Wait, wait. She's not? No. Where did I get that idea from? Uh, Porn? Oh, yeah. All the porn. Yeah, all the porn. That is already out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. You know. You know how it is. <laughs> you know how it is. Um, so she's live on the PTR right now. Um, she's been uh, getting tweaked. Like crazy and not by Reinhardt, um, <laughs> <laughs> by the Overwatch team. Um, she's had a lot of uh, bugs and, uh, the, you know, they the reports keep coming in. So we don't know how long she's going to be on the PTR. But if you are on the PTR, yar, um, <laughs> you should try her out because she's she's amazing. Like I... She's a paladin. I had a lot of fun with her. Uh, so did I. And she's so cool. I mean, she's... I don't know. I mean, I've only played her in instances where I've, I'm playing with, like, a ton of other Brigitte's or Brigetta Guettas, as Surefour <laughs> says. But, um, I don't know. I think, it, I, I don't know. It's too early for me to say, like, if I'm going to play her a lot or not. Like, I'm, I'm definitely going to 
wait on playing her because once she goes live, you know, everybody's going to want to play her. And if they don't get to play her, yep, then they're going to leave the game. Which, oh, oh, reminds me. Remember when Moira came out and uh, everybody wanted to play her? And then I kind of suggested if you get to play the new hero, just say, hey, I'm willing to swap once I die. Yeah. You know? So please don't leave the game, please, yeah, you yeah. know, so we can actually play. Please, you know, like that's that's if you if you find yourself like once Brigitte goes live, if you keep finding yourself in like games that don't happen because people want to play her and you get her, just say, hey, I'm j- I just want to try. I just want to try her. I'll switch when we die. Can I please just, you know, can we just please stay? Stay, please. Such a nice gamer. Have I, have I mentioned that? You're a nice gamer. Thank you. I try. Well, you know, Jeff a Kaplan said. Gamer. Jeff said that toxic people do not belong in Overwatch. Yeah, so. and you know, you know, we had we had that one review that one time. They really put us on our place about that. <laughs> yeah, I learned my lesson that day. Yeah, there was like one day when we you were one a bad review. Gamer, yeah, and you got called on a heart. I did, and I deserved it. I got salty, and I called a bunch of people noobs and whatever and and i got you know too big for my britches and that's how i learned about being toxic you know was experiencing for myself and, and then you going became on a to better my, person that day. i have i i did you know like and all I, it took was one bad review yep that's all it took <laughs> apparently when you do shit and then you say it on a public forum people can tell you that you suck and then yeah. you have to really think about it huh yeah, yeah yeah anyway anyway so um if you guys have been trying out brigitte on the ptr and you've got some shit to say about her. We want to know what yeah. you want to say about her. So uh, just email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. So uh, speaking of Overwatch, because that's what we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, that's the section. <laughs> How's that for a segue? <laughs> um, so the new Overwatch forum is completely up, and it's so cool. Like it's, Ooh, it's I've not go- tried it yet. It's cool. It's got this whole system, and like the more you... Like, use it and use it well, like, the deeper you get into it and, like, the more perks you get. Like, it's, it's, fucking, it's fucking cool. So what they've done is they've added this um, specific form that you can use to find groups to play with. You can look for... Is it just, real quick, is it, through, is it just through the Overwatch website? The main Overwatch website? Yep. On the whole form? Yep. So you can use it to, to join groups for quick play, arcade, or competitive... I mean, we're in season nine now, um, but I, I just, I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Like the official so awesome. Overwatch forum has, you know, a tool for you to use to find people to play with. So oh, oh, that's cool. awesome. So you don't Love always it. have to play with yourself, but there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. You know, like, like Tony Robbins said. Yes. Give yourself your own reach around. Your own reach around, you know, like, and he was, he's so, he is like so inspirational. Knows. You know, he knows he's frequently giving the reach around. To himself and crowds of people, you know, <laughs> as far as I know. That's what I hear. You know, the only the only reason I know who he is is because he's in that movie Shallow Hell. Was he? Yeah. And the only reason I've seen that movie is because Jack Black was in it. Because Jack Black's awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's how I know what the Tony Robbins is. <laughs> um, what else? So Wait, didn't some dude have a tail? Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> dude from Seinfeld was in that and he had a yeah. tail. That's actually a good movie, you guys. I mean, it's not great. It's actually kind of offensive, like, by today's standards. Like, if that shit came out now, about, like... But the whole point was that he was shallow about it. These weren't positive things. Yeah, but, like, 
they used the a- premise is the guy's super shallow, and so he gets some sort of I forget Tony what happens. Robbins hypnotizes him. That's it. And so he sees Gwyneth Paltrow as skinny when she's actually not, and he sees like ugly people as hot. Yeah. And stuff. He, so, he like, perceives the world by their internal value instead of their external exactly. looks. So, like, the premise, you know, is noble, but they use, like, a lot of, like, fat people jokes, you know? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That would not fly today. Wait, what the hell year did that come out? I don't and know. I need to look it Oh, up. shit. Okay. Because I don't know. It didn't, didn't seem like it was that. 2001. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that would not fly today. <laughs> that would not fly today. Anyway, but whatever. What were we talking? Right. So, um, the other day... Um, my editor sent me this really cool Reddit post that somebody had written about um, how to just some thoughts on how to make Symmetra work better, you know, because yeah. we all know that she's like a zero pick rate in Overwatch League and she's like the least chosen hero, like one of the least chosen heroes in actual Overwatch or at least for competitive. So, yeah, like, what are we going to do? So this this guy uh, or girl um, had this really, really smart idea. Like they went to Symmetra's lore, more specifically the comic about her called A Better World, which is coincidentally like probably my favorite not just because i love symmetra like she's like i would be a symmetra main if i could um but it's it's like a really fucking good comic it's called a better world anyway in that comic you know you know she has that skin called architect uh i know of it but i can't picture it that's fine she's an architect she uses something called hard light to build like bridges and cities you know and buildings and shit okay yeah that's right well i haven't looked at that comic in a while yeah so you know, she's she's a total... She is a builder. Her lore is that she is a builder. Yeah. But in the game, she is a quote-unquote support. I was like, what the fuck? So this person says, give Symmetra hard light, lol, um, that increases... that like, And give her some charges that increase depending on the damage that she and her turrets do. And so, like, hard light can repair friendly buildings, like Torb's dealie. Okay. Torb's Torb. And uh, make buildings and barriers and restore shields. Like, she could fix Reinhardt's shield, you know? She could build bridges over things. And then, like, enemies wouldn't be able to walk on the hard light, you know? Oh, like, my God. Right? They would be able to shoot it down because it would that have, like... a game changer. Yeah, they, it would have some health, but, like, they wouldn't be able to use it. So, like, like fucking think about that. Like, she would be increasing mobility in a way, you know? Yeah. And she could, I'm like... I'm thinking about it. It's amazing. I just feel like, how the hell would they... I don't know. Like, how I, would they, I don't know. Like, yeah. it'd be kind of like Maze Ice Wall, kind of, but yeah. but it intended as a bridge and not just like a barrier or whatever. Anyway, so this this person, this redditor, also had like uh, ideas about her turrets, like maybe give them a longer range, but uh, with damage scaling by distance. Also, increase turret HP, please, from one to twenty five at least, please. So my Moira's stupid orbs don't come by and just like ruin my life. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Increase so if they hit them more than once? I don't know. Uh, please. please. <laughs> uh, increase the range of Symmetra's gun, but the damage scales by distance, and increase her speed, the speed of her orbs by 33% and, and charge rate by 50%. So it's like, it's all a bunch of numbers and whatever, but like, I really feel like the hard light thing, since it comes like straight from her own lore, yeah. it's it's it could completely just like rework her, her kit. It could, it could take her out of the support thing, because I think ultimately the support tag is like holding her back you know like she's not a support she's a builder that's she's a frustrated builder like that yeah like that that is who she is man anyway we'll have the link to that in the show notes let me know what you guys think about that i feel like it's super intriguing i want yeah i want to read this article because that sounds that sounds really interesting i want to see more of it check it out it reminds me a little bit of like green lantern how you can just kind of conjure things 
oh, yeah. out of nothing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why it just seems like it's so promising, but it's also like, how the hell do you limit that so that it's simple enough to do with only the few keys that you get to work with well, in this game, you know? That's up to the designers to decide. Yeah, totally. And that's why they're the Very professionals, intriguing. and we are the podcasters. <laughs> The unprofessionals. Yeah. <laughs> you call yeah. that. There's professionals, and then there's us. Yeah. Somebody please hire us to do this. <laughs> Sponsor lagging balls. You probably won't regret it. <laughs> Let's talk about Overwatch League. The world could always use more heroes. Here's the latest Overwatch League updates. <laughs> Thanks, Tracer. Okay, so let's see what's going on. Oh, God. You know what just happened a few hours ago? Yeah. We had some stuff to talk about, but I'm just going to talk about this instead. Um, oh, boy. Following four, four Overwatch League players getting some getting into some shit this week. Yeah. Um, some disciplinary issues. Yes. Taimu, Tyrong, Silkthread, and XQC. Um... XQC, you guys know how I feel about, like, I'm an XQC fan, but it's been really, really difficult to be one lately, um, because, like, even though I feel like he is not a racist person, I don't feel like he's a homophobic person, I do feel that he is heavily influenced by Twitch chat, and that... Plus, being a complete hothead who doesn't think before they say anything at all, ever, ever, is a recipe for disaster. Sure. That's what I believe. And I really do believe that. However, I, I'm, it's getting harder to be his fan because I'm increasingly worried that, you know, if you say that you are an XQC supporter, some people might think that you support what they perceive he supports yeah. like i don't want to be associated with that because obviously that's not what i believe and as much as i like xqc i love blizzard more like blizzard is everything to me that's the only yeah. thing that matters and and at the end of the day what you're saying is these are perceptions of what he believes he's not racist he's not no. homophobic he's not any of those things no you're talking about how people think that of you if you say you're a fan of his. Exactly. So I just, just wanted like, to it's say the that, PewDiePie like, effect, really. yeah, and that's not the case. And you know, I I understand how, why and how people don't like him. You know, it's it's hard. It it is hard. So um, today, uh, you know, after this week, uh, he got banned for playing uh, from playing four games, and he got fined four thousand dollars. Uh, for using uh, an emote incorrectly. Um, he got let go from Dallas Fuel today, only a few hours ago. And uh, I was sitting here writing out the script for the show, and I got a notification from the competitive Overwatch Discord, and uh, they they said, you know, like, Dallas Fuel has let XQC go. Like, it's it's happened. And so I realized that he, he was streaming, so I went and checked the stream, and oh he was in the middle of a game, he was on Reinhardt, and uh, he was on camera, and then everybody started freaking out in chat more than usual. And uh, he finishes the game. You know, he finished the game. Yeah, of course. He finished the game. 
Um, and then he checked Twitter, and it was cool because like he brings up everything that he's looking at, and he knew what was going to happen, but he didn't know that it was going to be uh, announced today. Uh, so it was just it was a really interesting moment to witness, like seeing somebody witnessing that, like l- like literally looking at him, looking at Twitter, looking at his screen. You know, like I saw everything. It was like I was there. Yeah. And it was just it was interesting because, like, you know, he wasn't super happy about it or anything like that. But you know, he's you know he's he's trying to trying to be upbeat about it, I guess. But it wasn't news. He knew. Yeah, he knew. Like he said, you, he knew it was happening. He just didn't know it was going to happen today. Right. So you, you'd think they could shoot the guy a text or something like, "Hey, I don't know. we decided." Well, to they do don't it really today. have to, I guess, at this point. But uh, it was just it was it was interesting to watch him like change his change out of his Dallas Fuel icon on in game. He changed it to San Francisco Shock. I don't know if that's like. I mean, I'm sure the shock don't isn't isn't. Um, yeah, don't read into it. Um, but he went and took off the the fuel did, hoodie did that he, he was did wearing. Did he switch a, a, a nightlight on and off while he was no. out? No. <laughs> no. But he and I watched him change up his like his Twitter, all of his Twitter stuff that had Dallas Fuel on it. So Oh my god, it's like a breakup. You got to like ban ba- the basically the yeah. and like basically, take all yeah. their pictures off of your profile. Yeah, and, yeah. Oof. So, it's I don't know. It's interesting that he didn't get banned from the league, you know? Like he's not he's not barred from the league, but he did say that he wasn't sure if the Overwatch League was for him anyway so ultimately like i know people are going to be asking me a lot about this and i just want to say like i i still don't think that xqc is a bad person and i still don't think that he's prejudiced but i don't i don't want anybody to think that that i'm okay with that you know like it's it's not okay and i hope that this is the best way forward for him i think it is and what I, what is most important to me is Blizzard and the league, and I want the league to succeed. And those two things, maybe they're the same thing, but I just, I just care about Blizzard, and I think that this is the best way forward for for everybody involved. So it's interesting. I don't think that I personally don't think that XQC is going to come back to the Overwatch League. Um, you know, he's not barred from the league, like I said. So maybe another team will pick him up, like in the next stage or something, or right. next year or, add, or something. Yeah, can I yeah. add something? First of all, I don't. I, I think if he makes the decision, it's it would probably be to not join the the, the issues he's having are going to be issues with any team. It's not team specific at all. Yeah. It's league rules specific, yeah. which is also difficult because, like you said, they haven't released the rule book. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of those things, I think they're probably still writing. They're still probably putting them together. I don't know if they're ever going to make them necessarily public. We'll see about that. Yeah. But if you think about it, take yourself out of the situation for a moment. And think about it from a from a generalized perspective. We live in an interesting time, okay? You've got these super young people, you know, by by industry and talent standards, in in, a, in an industry that's really becoming something unlike anything that has come before it, right? Mm-hmm. When you the sports industry, which is the closest thing that you can associate any of these things to, it has levels, and it has coaches and it has long established traditions and norms and rules they've been through everything under the sun on this stuff so they have a rule for every last piece of it and if you want to be a part of that world and you want to be paid the big bucks to be a professional in any of those sports you have to adhere to the rules and if you don't you get the same shit you get fines except that your fines are in the hundreds of thousands of dollars and your your bans are for however many games and then that costs you money per game because some some of those leagues pay the players per game the stakes are much much higher 
but the norms and the rules are much clearer, much, much have been established for much longer, and everybody understands what they're getting into. Whereas with this, this is new ground. You know, esports e- is not new. That's been around in some form or another for a while yet, but it's really becoming something on the world stage only very recently. And you're still dealing with people who how many how many players are in the league right now who are hired to a team who are signed to a team but can't even play yet because they're not even 18. Yeah. Right. There's a number of those. There's a handful of those at least, like Flower and the rest. Right. They can't even play yet because they're too young for the league. And they're people who are being signed to monetary contracts that are binding and have rules attached to them that are still being made in a league that is still forming. Like this is a tricky time. And in youth, and so that's just a general thing, right? And then you make it a little more specific. And then the next layer of interest that comes into this is the fact that the things that are expected of them are not necessarily aligned with the times anymore. So is it, un- is it, is it acceptable to, to expect that people are not homophobic or racist. Yes. Totally agree with that. But there is a context to things that is a very big gray area. And that's where most of this problem is forming. It's when people say these off comments, and it, and some of them are not excusable, but a lot of them are just not really meant in the way that the professional public-facing world would perceive them. Totally. You know what? That's like, when we founded this podcast... We, we wanted to build it upon, like, you know, all the bullshit that we say in our raid group. And there's a lot of shit that we say. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of shit that's said in our raid group that nobody should ever hear. And that's why oh, we yeah. don't stream. <laughs> that's but, why the raid team's name is, this is why we don't stream. Exactly. But, like, we know the context, you know? Like, we can say shit to each other. We can say terrible shit to each other. But only because we know without the shadow of a doubt that we don't fucking mean it, you know? It's just funny within our group. But we know enough to not do that shit when other people are there or when other people are watching, you know? Right. And is that stuff inappropriate? Huh? And is that stuff, is a lot of that stuff inappropriate? Yeah. Absolutely it is. It's so inappropriate. But it's funny to us because we all have sick humor and we're all terrible human beings. And it's okay because we understand (laughs) each other. But like... There's a time and a place for it. So, like, when we when we when we started lagging balls, we wanted to use the spirit of that. Like, there's nothing wrong with, you know, dick jokes and fart jokes and whatever. But there is a line, you know. Like, when you want to include everybody, you have to be mindful of that. And yeah. so, you know, they really should use our podcast as a good example. Yeah, indeed, we're a great example. We asked, you answered. Here's our question of the week. So last week, me and Pat, Pat and I, Pat Crane and me, sounds like a kid's book. Pat Crane and me. <laughs> Pat and me. Where Pat's like an invisible friend. What he's do you like call a, those? Like a Winnie of the Pooh. Imaginary friend. Yeah. Like he's not real. <gasps> Is Pat not real? He's real. You know, oh, he's, you saw him. He's totally him. real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, saw, you saw him. Yeah. You can't be We've a pimp him. and be imaginary. Yeah. You can't be an imaginary pimp. You have to be a real pimp. Real pimp. Anyway, last week, <laughs> me and my imaginary pimp friend, Pat Crane, uh, asked, without naming names, describe your favorite person to play games with, and you guys responded. So let's start with uh, responses from our Discord, which I highly suggest that you join because it's fun as hell. Uh, we'll start with Spaz Wesson, who says, the person who sits next to me at home and the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. That's so sweet. Isn't it? Uh, Mopdocky says, sadly, I don't have any IRL friends that play games anymore. Part of life is you get old. No! We're your friends, dude. Yeah, man. 
we're your friends. We're your family now. Yeah. Scary Scott says, what are friends? I don't know. <laughs> Bernardo says, uh, I wouldn't know. I don't let anyone get that close to knowing me. That's actually really sad. I mean, not, unless I think it was your meant choice. for the joke. Unless that's your choice. Unless it's a joke. Then Multi- it's not sad. It's Multizord funny. describes his as, dude's a total dick. Oh. <laughs> I assume he's talking about me. <laughs> total dick. That's the whole dick. It's not the entire just, dick. Not just that the is tip. root to stem. Yeah. Wicked Kitten says, he makes me laugh more than anyone. All we do is joke and I have the best time. Usually we end up talking more than playing. Takes days to get the smile off my face. Aww. That's so cute. Cluck Argyle says, this reserved individual has a knack for telling us to quit being assholes in a way that makes me giggle and want to improve. What a boss. Boss. That's um, awesome. Bordado says, this person is always there to make sure I have my beverage topped off so I can continue to advance in rank. There you go. See? Yeah. See? See? Don't let anyone get that close to me. You got somebody refilling your drink, you liar. See? Allie says, my person is laid back, enjoys the, enjoys the game, and is so much fun. I'm free to be my complete dorky self. Oh, I like that. That is the definition of love right there, man. These are great. Uh, Martykin says, mine said, I do a little over five years ago and has spawned two of my lovely children. (laughs) (laughs) Spawned. (laughs) So you got a little Zerg going there. Nice. Uh, Tellum says, she's tall, blonde, sexy, and carrying our child. Aw. Damn. Uh, Mellow Yeti says, he's the best dude ever. Great looks, awesome smile, funny, massive biceps, and tells me how special I am every morning as I brush my teeth and look back at him in the mirror. (laughs) 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 That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Alice Saunders says, My favorite person to play video games with I met when he handed me the Doctor Who, the tabletop RPG, and asked me to DM for him. I had a crush on him for many years, probably still do. He roleplayed in EverQuest with us, an erudite lady paladin always bickering with the wood elf ho played by my brother over who was prettier. I miss both of them, actually. (laughs) I love that. That's a really good answer. (laughs) Um, going over to Twitter responses, um, our boy Platinum Monkey says, he likes Overwatch and WoW. He's the same age as me, likes playing Lucio like me, has a big dick like me, and oh, wait, that's me. It me. Alternative Chat says, everybody in my new US guild. Ah, oh, that's nice. Heart. Winchester says, he's blonde-haired, loves Nintendo, and maybe the illeg- illegitimate son of a certain master of podcast making. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Kevbo2099 says a wacky Canadian dude who drinks about as much as I do, per se. <laughs> per se. <laughs> per se. Um, okay, and uh, let's go to our email response. This is from Jeff. I do believe we know this person. Uh, and he says, hey, guys, my favorite person to play video games with is on my raid team. This person is relentlessly selfless and thoughtful and not afraid to ask the questions that half the raid is afraid to ask because they think they're supposed to know already. This person will often switch out tunes when the group is in need and is consistently positive and encouraging. Not only will this person bring feasts to every single raid, but this person will also inspect the team periodically and let us know when we're in need of an enchant or gem. Then this person will toss these things out like candy. This person is a natural leader. Sometimes this person will say things like, I hate you, Drew, when I make a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I find this to be incredibly motivating, and the tough love I receive only makes it more special when when I am not told that I screwed up. Other times, this person will ask rhetorical questions like, wouldn't it be great if we had someone who could switch to tank? (laughs) This person keeps the game interesting. This person is well-known, yet completely humble and approachable. This person is enthusiastic and knowledgeable, sharing tales of lore with anyone interested. This person is bonkers. This person is chill, quiet. This person shows up and gets the job done. This person hangs out after raids to talk or play some Overwatch. This person says hello and they enter voice and goodbye when they leave. This person notices when others don't 
don't make it and takes the time to let them know that they were missed. This person makes me laugh and makes the effort to hit the push to talk button when they are laughing. <laughs> this person hasn't been to raids since the beginning of TOS, but is welcome back anytime. This person holds the rest of us together. This person lets everyone know that they are loved. Thanks, favorite gaming friend. I'm going to tear up. I did when I read re- I did when I read it first. I was so confused. It guys, he's referring to all kinds of people we know. So in our raid it, team, it's multiple people. Yeah, and I'm touched by that without realizing. I added the email in here and I didn't read it beforehand, which is another mistake. I'm tearing up. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> you son of a bitch. He <laughs> just gave you your own reach around. <laughs> <laughs> he touched you and he didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Great answer. Thanks, Jeff Drew. Those slash Drew, fucking, son of a bitch. I would put this on my wall. So good. That was really good. Thanks, bud. Uh, and thank you, everyone else, for your responses. That was really, really great. It was a great exercise in, you know, being nice to, be, I don't know, people or yourself <laughs> or a bunch of people. Uh, I, you know what? I, I think the brilliance in that was don't name them. Yeah, no. That was a really good idea. Yeah. Thank you. I wish I had come up with it while I was here on the show with you guys. Yeah, well, but I'm happy that you did without me. Because <laughs> it was a damn good su- question. Suck it. So, the new question <laughs> of the week is, what skills as a gamer translate well into real life? Ooh, nice. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I think we've asked something like this before, but it was a long time ago, and I'm starting to run out of original ideas, so I'm stealing my own. So, that question again, this new question of the week is, what skills as a gamer translate well into real life? Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks. Michael D. says, Hey, Ballers, just a quick response to the most recent show. If Thermal wants to dive into WoW lore, I'd recommend Noble87's YouTube channel. That's N-O-B-B-E-L-8-7. He's done all of the Order Hall campaigns, artifact quests, and covers a lot of general lore. Cheers, Michael. Hey, thanks. Uh, And we've got one from Alessandra. This See, is also sorry. This is also regarding the letter from Thermal from the last episode. Oh, okay. So, uh, in the context, the context in Legion is not going away, so you can easily boost up a new class and explore their class story. Hunters were a bit lackluster. I especially enjoyed rogues and DKs myself, but you don't have to go crazy on an alt. Uh, it doesn't need a lot of gear, and a few world quests will fill out any artifact enough to power you through any class stories that interest you. You want to do a horde and alliance, though. You'll want to do a horde and alliance through the Surmar main storyline, but the extra quests are the same for everyone, so no need to bother unless you get to liking that alt. Hey, good advice. Very good advice. That's cool that thank two you. different people came back with stuff for a thermal. Absolutely, I love that. Um, so thank you guys for your uh, the answers to the question of the week, for the emails. We really appreciate the feedback. Like We try to be a, a community-focused podcast and you guys are the community and you guys are everything that makes this podcast so thank you so much um if you have any questions or concerns you can email laggingballs at gmail.com with anything anything and we'll probably read it you know within reason um you can join our discord (laughs) channel the link to that is in the show notes it's on our website it's on our twitter page um we really highly recommend that you join it it's becoming a real community it's it's so much fun in there i'm always monitoring it always so if you need me, you can tag me and I'm there. It's all good. Um, if you need Thorn, he's also there too. It's just, it's fun. It's a great time. It's a great time. And what a, just a great group. It's a great group. And if you have Speaking content, of- and if you have content, you can share it there. Absolutely. You can share it. Get people to look at your shit. We'll look at it. We'll look at anything. We got eyes. 
<laughs> and speaking of burps, we just want to reach out and thank our Patreon patrons once again. Thank you, guys. Who are the best burpers I know. Yes, and thanks to Marcus D for being our newest patron. Dude. Hell yes. Thank you so much. Holy shit. You guys, patrons, thank you so much. Uh, we're still working on uh, figuring out a date for the APAC and European meetups. Um, that's just going to be like uh, webcam meetups via Discord at a later or earlier time, depending yeah. on you know whenever you guys want. So we'll have more information on that shortly. But you guys, thank you so much. Um, and if you can't uh, support us through Patreon, that's fine. We would love some iTunes reviews um, and just downloading the show and sharing it, telling people about it, following us on Twitter and Twitch and, and all that other stuff, tuning into the LBS on Friday nights. That's all good. And thank you for listening. Yeah. It feels good. Feels good, man. Feels, feels good, man. Thank you so much. And I think that's a show. That's a show. That's a show. Bye, Felicia. Hey, ballers. Send us your thoughts, comments, dick pics, whatever. We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome. Greetings, gamers. This is MewCow, your guide in treating a common gamer condition called Alditis. Before even the nuts and bolts can be crafted, we need to gather. Unless you are the wealthy type, all crafting professions need some source of materials to build with. You have a choice of mining, herbalism, and skinning to feed most of the hungry main crafting professions. Engineers, blacksmiths, and jewel crafters are the primary clients of miners. Alchemy and inscription need herbs and lots of them, leaving tailoring and enchanting to fend for themselves alone. And of course, leatherworking needs the leather from skinning the beasts you've come across. All crafting professions have an occasional need of unaligned materials, but not enough to be a real focus. Any of the gathering professions can also be used to simply make money off of what you find by putting it up on the auction house. With a little bit of added experience gained from mining and herbalism nodes, it's not a bad idea to focus on these as you level a new alt. And of course, any alt wouldn't mind being a bit wealthier if you decide to dual wield your gathering. If you have questions, tips, or want to discuss a topic further, find us on Twitter at altitis.net, and show notes can be found on our website, altitis.net. On behalf of the alt army, we hope you find this information useful in the treatment of your altitis. Hey ballers, come check out Campfire Chronicles, the podcast where we read your stories about either your experiences in WoW or your characters' backstories. Hosted by Plaggy Boy and Zandara, otherwise known as Josh and Kara, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Just search for Campfire Chronicles and look for the little CC over a little campfire. You can also find our Twitter by searching at Campfire Chronic, because Chronicles wouldn't fit, and I thought that was funny. You can also submit a story to ccofficialstories at gmail.com. Campfire Chronicles, the show that probably should be family-friendly, but sort of isn't. Hey nerds, do you like games? I bet you do. What about movies? Who doesn't? How do you feel about crude humor? Well, then do I have good news for you. There's a new podcast on the block that talks about any and all things nerd. This one-stop shop for all things nerd is Nerd Stop. We can be found on iTunes, Android, and Podbean. You can get a hold of us on Twitter at NerdStopPod or email us at NerdStopPC at gmail.com. So come on down to NerdStop and join us as we talk about the shit you like. Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. 
Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Google Plus, search laggingballs. Basically, just search laggingballs and you'll find us. But avoid image searches if you know what I mean. (laughs) Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately. Real life has too many pixels. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just, I'm just thinking. Are you? Have you been watching too many trailers for Ready Player One? No, because I have, and I am stoked. Uh, I don't know. Real life seems like it has exactly the right amount of pixels, doesn't it? I don't know. What's a pixel? Your mama. I don't know how to respond to that. (laughs) I'm going home now. Fuck you. Bye.